0: Thank you. Holy God, may we also be amazed at your teaching and your authority and align ourselves to your ways. Amen. Amen. When we hear about the man with the unclean spirit, we may think of the 1973 movie The Exorcist. The first horror film to be nominated for Academy Award for Best Picture, as well as nine other Academy nominations. I still have vivid memories from that movie when I saw it 50 years ago. Can you believe it was 50 years ago? I'm really getting old. Um, including having a couple of nuns in their habits behind me in the seating. But consider there are lots of real or perceived unclean spirits. Do you remember the quickly canceled television show that aired only four of its 13 episodes in January 2006 called The Book of Daniel? It was promoted as an edgy, challenging, and courageous drama about Christians and the Christian faith. The synopsis includes the title character, an Episcopal priest, Daniel Webster, addicted to prescription painkillers, and who regularly talked with a vision of Jesus who reminded him of his strengths and weaknesses. His wife, Daniel's wife, who fights her dependence on midday martinis, 23-year-old gay son and a 16-year-old daughter arrested for drug possession during the pilot episode, and their 16-year-old Chinese son dating the daughter of one of the parishioners who has anti asian prejudices. Now, I don't know if all this aired, but the synopsis also includes Daniel's brother-in-law who absconded with church funds and abandoned his family and the female bishop involved with the retired bishop, Daniel's father, and whose wife has Alzheimer's disease, among other characters. Wow. The 2006 show featured enough hot-button controversial topics that advertisers were hard to find, even with greatly discounted rates. Not surprising, most of the affiliates refusing to air the program because of viewer complaints and threats were in the Bible Belt. One objection to the book of Daniel's show was that the series mocked Christians by portraying the family with so many alleged or real flaws. But maybe the show's greatest strength was the way the Websters bickered about their differences, yet they remained united by faith and love. In last week's gospel, we heard Jesus coming to proclaim and demonstrate the kingdom of God on earth. And he does so in today's gospel reading by opposing forces which would rob the people of God of all that God hopes and intends for them. The force is seen in the man with an unclean spirit. Traditionally, the verse is translated, the man with an unclean spirit, but a little translation is the man in an unclean spirit, suggesting the man is completely immersed in and overwhelmed by the unclean spirit. Possession by these spirits is not quite as foreign as we might think. Probably all of us could say that on occasion we have been possessed by anger, or jealousy, or envy, grudges, prejudice, a need to be right. All of those with a family member or a friend or a co-worker. And that led us to say or do things that we regret. And at even other times, we may have felt possessed by something that was not the Spirit of God and we were not a blessing to others. Some of us or some in our family or friends have had the experience of possession, having felt controlled by an addiction to alcohol, drugs, shopping, pornography, gambling. Or maybe a trait more society-approved, like workaholism or affluenza, the need to have more and better. What other unclean spirits might inhabit or overwhelm or possess us? Voices that hold us back make us feel incompetent, less than, unworthy, less than God's desire of wholeness for us. The man was controlled by a spirit. Who or what controls you? An easier question, who's in control in your family room or den? Maybe the one with a remote control? (laughs) If you don't like to think of giving Jesus control of your life, we can give him the power to guide us and we can align ourselves with his ways, as the disciples did. Recognize our deep need and trust that Jesus is here to meet it. We can be overcome by these undesirable traits inhabiting us. We can overcome those undesirable traits. But I do want to add the addition of professional help might be needed in some of these. Our world is so divided, and animosity will increase as we get nearer to November and election. We can help heal and banish the unclean spirits within ourselves and hold out the light of Christ to draw others to new life. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, We must learn to live together as brothers or we will die together as fools the reverend andrew connors urged us to confront the powers of evil around us rebuke voices holding on to homelessness poverty disempowerment and against vulnerable people don't allow them to drain us of our humanity envision wholeness God's vision of abundant life. He continued, use your voice, your vote, to speak for God's people, for humanity, for the planet. The Muslim teenager, Malala Yousafzai in Pakistan, emulated her brave father as a political activist against the Taliban. When she was 15 in 2012, A Taliban gunman shot her and two others as they rode home on a school bus. After miraculously recovering in England, she spoke to the United Nations, and at 17, she became the youngest person to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. She'd pray to God, bless us, first our family and our father, then our street, then our whole district, in all of swat valley where she lived then she say no all muslims no not just muslims bless all human beings malala was an un- outspoken critic of all forms of detestable practices done against all people and in particular against women and girls Stated positively, she was an advocate for the inherent dignity of all human beings. There is no them, there's only us. America Ferrara is known for the show Ugly Betty and more recently for the Barbie movie monologue, including, I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. She grew up as a first-generation Honduran immigrant, and she was an American girl not seeing fully-dimensional Latina representation on TV. And no one was challenging those deeply-held, entrenched biases. Accepting the eighth annual See Her Award at the annual Critics' Choice Awards this week She was grateful for the change, stating, To me, this is the best and highest use of storytelling, to affirm one another's full humanity, to uphold the truth that we are all worthy of being seen, black, brown, indigenous, Asian, trans, disabled, any body type, any gender. We are all worthy to have our lives richly and authentically reflected. Here are excerpts from the Reverend Mark Sargent about the Hospitality House. When our view of the world becomes more important to us than truly viewing the world, we have lost the capacity to touch and to care for and to help change the world. We can hear Jesus' fierce advocacy for those who are marginalized. We can experience his tender mercy for those who are hurting. We can celebrate the freedom and release he can bring to those who are in bondage. He proclaimed, That's the good news I want to boldly share today. As we reflect together, we come to be joined in love. And we find ourselves linking our hearts and our hands to touch others, to invite them into that reflective space where they too can ponder what it means to be alive. In the church and in the Bible, we meet a person named Jesus whose heart is without judgment and full of mercy. He can help us be free from the things that bind us. He can show us how to love, how to forgive, how to serve. And he welcomes you into this space where you can reflect upon your life. He continues, whatever you've done, whoever you are, whatever you think, whatever you believe, whatever you don't believe, Jesus welcomes you. This is a place for you. It's a place of welcome and embrace, a place of hospitality and acceptance. Unconditional positive regard is the Church of Jesus. On Tuesday, A Case for Love, a feature-length documentary, was shown in theaters that asked what unselfish love looks like in today's world. The news article explained At a time when division, estrangement, and hatred seem to be as strong as ever, it examines the questions of whether or not love, specifically unselfish love, is a solution to our extreme societal and political divide, facing the world with an us-versus-them point of view. The 13 stories in the movie invite us on a personal journey, reflecting on the ways that we may experience sacrificial love and then embody it for others in our lives, community, and the world. Presiding Bishop Michael Curry inspired the film's focus as he offered a solution to what ails us, love, specifically unselfish love. As he wrote in his latest book, when love is the way, earth will be a sanctuary. When love is the way, there's plenty of room for all God's children. He said, I was raised to believe that we were put on this earth to make it better, to continue God's work of creation, of creating a world where we'll all just say this is good. People are asked to live a month of unselfish love, acts of intentional unselfish love and find hope all together in the God who made us. Resources including workbooks and discussion guides for youth or adults are available on the MOVIES website. What are some concrete steps that you or we can take this week or this month, to embody unselfish love to the people in your life or in a wider focus. Jesus came to oppose all that robs us of the joy and community and purpose for which we were created to oppose the forces that keep the children of God from the abundant life that God deserves, desires for all of us. Jesus is still at work cleansing us from such spirits. It's not how you fail, it's how you get up. And we can be of support to each other and others in our community as we might grow as individuals in a community, as people, blessed to be a blessing. So i end with a song, and I ask your participation during the chorus part. Um, and when it says left side, this is left side, and this is right side, but that's towards the end. Um, and I'll say chorus whenever you're supposed to come in with the chorus. The song is called Overcomer and it was sung by Mandisa. Anybody know it? Staring at a stop sign, watching people drive by, T Mac on the radio. Got so much on your mind, nothing's really going right. Looking for a ray of hope. Whatever it is you might be going through, I know he's not gonna let it get the best of you. Chorus. You're an overcomer. Stay in the fight till the final round. You're not going under. You're not going under. Because God is holding you right now. You might be down for a moment, feeling like it's hopeless. That's when he reminds you that you're an overcomer. woo That you're an overcomer. woo everybody spin down hit the bottom hit the ground oh you're not alone just take a breath don't forget hang on to his promises he wants you to know chorus you're an overcomer stay in the fight to the final round you're not going under you're not going under because god is holding you right now you might be down for a moment feeling like it's hopeless that's when he reminds you that you're an overcomer woo woo that you're an overcomer woo woo the same man the great i am the one who overcame death is living inside you so just hold tight fix your eyes on the one who holds your life there's nothing he can't do he's telling you take a breath don't forget Hang on to his promises. Chorus. You're an overcomer. Stay in the fight, the final round. You're not going under. Not going under. Because he is holding you right now. You might be down for a moment, feeling like it's hopeless. That's when he reminds you that you're an overcomer. Woo, woo. That you're an overcomer. Woo, woo Left side. You're an overcomer. Woo, Right side. So, don't quit. Don't give in. You're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. Now let's end by claiming this for ourselves with I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. With God's help, Amen.